Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How you doing? I'm Ben Holderness. And I'm Kim Holderness. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast. Okay. Quick disclaimer. Kim, you love a disclaimer. I do. This is a podcast I think everyone should listen to, but I think that you should listen to it without your children first. It is a different type of content that you may not normally get from us. We are a lot of times, I mean, we do kind of bare our souls and get serious, but this is very serious, very important, and I'm glad we did it. Yes. You may have seen in the news lately, there was an article written. There's been a a video that's been put out, and, and it was written by a friend of mine. She initially wrote it under the name Sloan Ryan to protect her identity soon after her identity was discovered. So that's why we are calling her by her name. And she posed as with the help of law enforcement and a company called Bark Technologies that we'll talk about. She posed as a 15, 14, 12, 11. She posed as a young girl on social media just to see what would happen. And the uh, results were eye-opening and horrifying in terms of how these characters she was playing were victimized. But as a parent, uh, as a human being, this is so important that we spread the word on this. And yes, we are normally very laughy and goofy, but today is a, a little more serious. And I would say that even if you're not a parent or have a young child on social media, I think it's worth a listen just to help spread the word and just to know exactly what's out there. We make our livings on the internet. We, we There's a lot of good stuff that happens on the internet, but we need to keep our eyes open yeah. and help each other out. She does a really good job explaining the process, even some of the emotional toll that it's taken on her. You get to meet the, the brave woman behind the story. You should still read the story. This isn't a Cliff Notes. Uh, it's an add-on. So you should make sure and read that story by Sloan Ryan. You should uh, look at the video, which is now out on Bark, about how they did it. Those two things together mixed with this podcast are going to give you, we hope, all of the tools that you need to better understand this new world that we live in. And also, it just gives you a chance to meet an extraordinary woman that, Kim, you're lucky to know and I'm, I'm lucky to now say is, is my best friend. <laughs> I want to give you a backstory before we say hello to Rue. So 
my wife has admitted in many situations on this podcast that she is not she doesn't exactly just run out and make friends easily. It's not I love people. You do. You love people and you are a fierce amazing friend once you make them. Yes. But when you like you came back from this trip and you're like I made a friend and you you say it kind of, the way that you say we it We were to at me, a, like a work business like mommy blogger right. conference. When, and I, I don't know why I just did like a shoulder shrug when I did that. Yeah, let yeah. the record show Kim just did a, a bit of a shimmy when yes. she said that. But I, I, I have pause and I stop and I say, okay, tell me about this because she chooses her friends very carefully and then she hangs on to them very tightly. Whereas I'm more of like a crotch sniffing golden retriever yeah, and I just kind of go out friend. and I meet like a thousand people. And, and he's Kim, like, I have a new best friend. What's his name? I don't I know. know. He's brought the mail in today. So so this was maybe five or six years ago and she said, it's my friend Rue. And, and it's a very distinct name and it kept popping up on you know social media feeds talking about these very important issues that super aligned with my wife. So I knew that you guys had this, this special friendship. And then a couple of weeks ago, Kim gave me an article uh, that was written that Rue authored that is one of the bravest, one of the most remarkable things I have ever read. Mm -hmm. I know that you feel the same way, Kim, and I'm thrilled that she's joining us to talk about this. It has gone from just being an article uh, to being a video that's out now. It is one of the most powerful things that you will ever see. I advise you to watch it first and then ask yourself, is this something that you should show your daughter or your son at any age? Because it is very important. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you take it from there, Kim, but it, it is it is amazing work that has been done. It is amazingly brave, and we're going to kind of kind of walk through it now well there you go well this is my friend rue powell hi rue hi thank you for having me and thank you for oh the goodness. wonderful introduction i i love i do love people but i don't make like fast friends with a lot of people and i definitely sat down next to you i'm like will you be my friend and you were so thank you and i've you know obviously been keeping in touch with you following you and then i read this article that was by a person named sloan ryan but the and the and the face and the article was kind of covered, but I knew that it was written by somebody who worked for Bark Bark Technologies, and I'm like, that looks like my friend Rue, even with a distorted face and a and you knew the writing style, and I was like, I think my friend Rue wrote this article. So, can you? And then of course I right away reached out to you. Can you first tell me about Bark and tell me about this this project? Sure. So Bark is a monitoring service. And we monitor texts, emails, social media platforms for signs of potential issues that parents need to know about. Cyberbullying, self-harm, suicidal ideation, eating disorders, and sexual predation. That last one is really hard to talk to parents about. And I think it's mainly because parents don't realize how pervasive it is online. They don't realize that, you know, unfortunately, a child can be sexually and psychologically abused without ever being in the same room as a perpetrator. And, you know, I love technology, but now technology also offers new avenues with which to harm children. And so we wanted to raise awareness about around this. And it's really hard to share these kind of stories with parents because unfortunately we see this happen at Bark all the time. So in a conversation with my CEO, we had said, what if we just posted a fake account online and just to demonstrate to parents what happens when a child's on the internet. And so we kind of brainstormed and this project really was born out of that, just a desire to raise awareness uh, with parents about the you know pervasive pervasiveness of online predators. 
So that's how it started. Um, and then we realized that we couldn't use stock images or a child. Um, and we have this really incredible graphic design team. And so uh, I ended up posing as originally as a 15 year old girl. And since then we've done multiple personas, but we didn't, we weren't sure if anyone would buy it. Right. So we, you know, created these accounts, we created a backstory, a name, a cute little bio, uh, you know, did pictures, the context of teen clothing. And then with the help of graphic design, we thought it was believable, but we weren't sure if people would buy it. Because you are a 37, you're 37 or 38 now. I'm, 30, I'm 37, right. You're, so you're a 37 year old mom of three. And so, but mm-hmm. you then had to transform into a 15 year old is, yeah, and using actual pictures of yourself. Right, right. And so that, you know, it's a tall order. And so we weren't sure if people would buy it. But within the first hour of posting on our 15 year old personas account, we received five messages from adult men. <laughs> And we knew it was bad, but I was still kind of stunned by the reaction, just at the speed with which people were reaching out to these accounts. And then it kind of just went nuts from there. And we experimented with a 15-year-old persona, 14, 13, 12, all the way down to 11. And the results each time have just been heart-wrenching and really upsetting and that's really been the project is simply we are identifying online predators. You know, we work with law enforcement. My hope is that through the article and the video and uh, just the awareness around this, you know, one, parents are aware because they're the best line of defense. Two, that, you know, predators think twice about harming a child. You know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love for them to go, hey, I have the propensity to do this. I should get help. Yeah, And I'd love for social media companies to make their platform safer. If we can accomplish any of those, then I will be incredibly pleased. There is a video out, and we'll put that in the description here, so you should click on it. I do think parents... I, I think everybody should watch it. But the the part that made my skin crawl, I kind of wanted to vomit, was you put up the profile of the 11-year-old. And it's you. first of all, you're a beautiful 37-year-old. You look 22, but be very young looking. But with graphic design, I mean, they kind of like plumped your cheeks and they took away like the, you know, like the, they took away the momness and mm-hmm. they held <laughs> the, the momness that makes you awesome. <laughs> but they, somebody on your team was holding up like, you know, their their watch counter of like, so you push publish on this 11 year old's profile, obviously 11, not being sexy, not being no bathing suit pictures, nothing like that, just being 11. And it was like seconds, like 44 seconds or yeah, something. Yeah, someone was holding up an iPhone. Yeah, an iPhone. Right. And it yeah. was like, oh, my. So there, I, I, have, I have a lot of follow up questions. Yeah. If you can just explain for people who may not have read the article or seen the video, just the team that it took to and like how that just the specifics of it. It wasn't just like you in your living room with a graphic designer. It was like a whole team of people monitoring this. Right. So we have, you know, this special projects team and we have designers and, and writers. And luckily, you know, because of our background, especially with Bark. We understand tone and semantics and the language with which children use and then also adults use. So ultimately, we need a bigger team, frankly, to just handle the influx of messages that comes in. You know, mm-hmm. there could be there could be, you know, 50 of me or, you know, there, there, there's so the volume is so much that we need all of us there kind mm-hmm. of just manning the different accounts because, you know, if we have Instagram and Snapchat and just the typical accounts that tweens and teens are on, 
the influx is just overwhelming. Mm. I um, you you uh, <laughs> you're very brave. You just told us this entire story and to quote Seinfeld, you kind of yada yada the part where you volunteered to do it um, <laughs> because uh, you're probably don't want to brag about yourself. But I, I want to know about the process when you realize, wait a minute, I can make a difference here. I could do this. And then you weigh those equations in your head and you make the decision to do it. In the beginning, it was just that I was going to plan on taking a couple selfies just to see if anyone would buy it. And then we realized, you know, I, I quickly realized that now I'm communicating with perpetrators, you know, people that wish to do harm to children, whether they are, you know, are looking for their own gratification or they are actually part of a child sex abuse material operation. So child sex abuse material is what people might colloquially refer to as child pornography, mm. but there is a huge market for it. And so I realized that I'm communicating with human traffickers and uh, child sex abuse material distributors and people who wish to harm children. And, you know, we're working with law enforcement and we're identifying these people that would harm children. And at that point, uh, and, and maybe this is a terrible analogy, but I felt like a little bit like Alice in Wonderland where I, wow. I've, I've taken the pill and now I know too much and I, how could I possibly stop? Last year we identified... We, we identified 300 sexual predators for law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And that was just in, in, in 2019. And, um, you know, the Child Rescue Coalition references a study that estimates in, in their lifetime, the average predator will have 50 to 150 victims. Even if that number is half that or a tenth of that, that's, that's enough to kind of keep us going. And, and certainly to keep me going. And I, I maintain that you don't have to be a parent to be kind of wrecked by this, but you know, here I am putting on clothes that my kids would wear, mm -hmm. you know, and here I am playing the role of someone who is the most vulnerable, like who, who is more vulnerable than, than children, you know, and they are being subjected to manipulation and threats and extortion and, Anytime I, I start to feel like it's a lot, I'm reminded of the score, and that is enough for me. For those who haven't read or seen the video, which is very impactful, can you describe what kind of messages you were getting and, like, how those progressed? I think what is uh, maybe the most shocking to parents is that maybe parents think that grooming happens over a long period of time. And, and that's why we kind of get into the, not my kid. You know, it wouldn't happen to my kid. I know my kid well. If they were being groomed over the course of six months, I would notice a change in their eating habits or the, just their mannerisms or, or how they're feeling. But this happens so quickly, you know, and we're posting very innocuous, super benign photos, you know, puppies and fuzzy slippers and chin up photos. Mm. And the messages might start off as just, hi, you're so pretty. Are you a model? And it might seem innocuous and it quickly, very quickly turns into manipulation and grooming within a matter of minutes, within a, ma in a matter of, yeah. within a matter of minutes, my personas will receive photos of genitalia and videos and requests. And it is, I think, stunning. I think the speed is probably what's most stunning to parents. And that was also very, so there was very graphic videos, photos, all that. But at some point, you, many of these men wanted to meet. 
So this isn't, you know, from afar is, is bad enough that the stuff that these people are receiving. But some of these men wanted to meet and you did meet. So can you talk about that at all? I can. Um, and I have to uh, um, I have to be really careful because I, you know, I, I'm just unable to comment on active or, or pending investigations. But there have been times where someone has wanted to meet one of the personas and, and, you know, whether it's crossing state lines or traveling or they want to become, you know, what we refer to as a hands on predator. And that's, a, you know, that's a federal offense. We cooperate and we, you know, abide by every parameter that law enforcement sets for us. But in that particular clip, my 15 year old persona agreed to an in-person meet. And I think as you watch it, you realize that he has absolutely just one goal in mind, and that is to get my 15 year old persona Upstairs. That's right. That's right. And just even like the body language and the things he was saying. And and you even said, D- are you OK? I'm 15. And he's like, yeah, let's go upstairs. Like it was so I mean, were you, so what was you? I was just looking at you because I don't know how I could have. I mean, you did a brilliant job, but could have sat there and had that conversation. I mean, what was that? What was that like? What was going through your, like, Rue the mom? Like, what was going through your head? Oh, I feel like I had no choice but to just get into character. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. just kind of, it was one of those uh, fight or flight moments, you know, and, and it felt uh, awful. Although, you know, again, I, I felt safe because we we work with law enforcement. And as you can tell, just from the video, video we had tons of people in that room. And and this person was unaware. I guess I hadn't expected, you know, I, I had perhaps expected the the greeting hug. I did not expect to, to sit there while he had his hands in my hair. Uh, I, I think that I probably breathed into a paper bag quite a bit later on that night. Uh, it mm-hmm. was it was certainly intense. But in that moment, it's kind of, you know, I put myself in the shoes of a 15 year old or a 14 year old and how difficult it must be to deal with someone who is so manipulative and persistent and aggressive. And and as you know, especially 15-year-olds and, and, and for our little girls where they're being taught to like do what adults say and follow the rules. And that's what worries me most is that you pray that you're raising your girls and boys. Let's let's be honest. By the way, sure. this these are being directed at you post as a young girl, but I'm assuming boys are at risk too. Yeah, I'd love to address that because people yeah. ask that all the time. And, and the real reason why we haven't done this with a boy is because I am a woman. <laughs> but <laughs> at, um, at Bark, uh, we've seen that regardless of gender, socioeconomic status, whether your kid is, you know, a good student or not, typical traditional nuclear family, or it, it, it just, it doesn't matter. If you are a child on the internet, you are, uh, unfortunately, and I, I hate, gosh, I hate to sound like I'm fear-mongering, but I, I, I've seen it. It doesn't matter if you're an 11-year-old boy or a 14-year-old girl or you're a good student or you're the smartest kid or you come, you know, you're you're in a foster family or you're uh, of a lower socioeconomic status or you're upper middle class, you're online, your child is, a child is online and they are certainly at risk of being contacted by someone that would wish to do them harm. Is it, does it make a difference if their profiles are private? Oh yeah, that's a great question. So um, what I want parents to know is that even if your child's Instagram profile is private, it does not prevent a stranger from direct messaging them. Mm. That's, that's not. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. How it works. Maybe it should be that way, you know, and, and I, if Instagram was willing to sit with me and chat with me, I'd, I'd have plenty of suggestions for <laughs> them. But we have experimented with our the, my personas accounts being private and messages still came in. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that parents need to know too is that it's just a toggle switch. You know, a lot of times like, Kids want to be an influencer. They want to make new friends online and they could have the best intentions. And sometimes that Instagram account is public at school and private at home. And it's just it's just a tap of a button. It's not, you know, it's it's just the tap of a button, really. While we're talking about this, and I know that you are one of your crusades is to inform like really these platforms as a whole and make them safer. But in the meantime, the article that you did, not the video, but the article really did a great job and you should do both, right? You should read and watch getting into that grooming part. And Mm -hmm. there was like, it was almost like you were showing us a script, like some of the words that you hear that should raise a red flag. Like you said, you should be a model or you're so pretty. Is there a list that we can give our listeners of like, okay, if you see this word, or if you see this sentence, that's something that is often associated with not necessarily is, but is often associated with grooming. Oh, I mean, it really varies because, you know, uh, 12-year-old girls tell other 12-year-old girls they're pretty all the time, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, we have seen a script. I mean, 
it feels like there's there are times where I'm kind of like, oh, this again. And um, hi, how are you? And then you say, what are you doing? And the guy always says, always says, not always says, but they're always just laying in bed. Just got out of the shower. Now I'm just laying in bed. And it's kind of this script. And and unfortunately, what we've discovered, too, is that my accounts are most active. Like the, the influx of messages really comes in later at night. Here's the depressing reason why. A lot of these people that are contacting my personas are professional men that work nine to fives. And they come home. They have dinner with their families. They do homework with their kids. They tuck their kids into bed. And they get online and they try to find a child on Instagram for self-gratification before they fall asleep. And that is a pattern that we see over and over again. As far as what I would like for parents to know is, you know, open and honest communication, I think, is so important. I think that I know for a fact if I was a kid and this happened to me, I would have been so scared and so ashamed because sometimes it's just, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm making the new, this new friend. And bam, it's a photo of genitalia. And it's like upsetting and it's, it's, it's traumatizing. And I would never have told my parents. I would have right. just sat with it. And I think that kids now, like they're afraid to tell their parents because their parents are, will go, oh, I, I have to take away your phone. Oh, I just need to shut down your accounts. And all of a sudden it's punitive for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about that. And, you know, if it's like someone sneaking their phone after hours, they're not supposed to be using it at night. That could be like this almost valuable built in blackmail for a kid. That yeah. sucks. And we've we've tried to set our daughter up because now she's she's 13. And, you know, out of necessity, like we needed she's in practices and this like we needed to have her a cell phone. So we, we started with you and we have this big long contract but we're like you will screw up like i in 7th grade passed a note in class that said something you know not nice about somebody and i got busted but it was a note in class and that was the end of it like you are going to make a mistake but it, there's more there's there's a bigger impact with a cell phone so we've tried to set it up as please come talk to us right away please let's talk about it we we keep her phone at night we do like all these things but i still know like this like we are this is a thing. And I don't know, even though, I mean, I've told her about this. I've told her about the work you did. I kind of walked her through the article. I still don't know if she feels safe. I hope she does. But that's, I don't know that I would have told my mom because I would have been afraid. I would, I, it's my fault. I was talking to him. He just said I was pretty and I started this conversation. It's my fault. So that's like a, as a parent, like something I need to take out of this is like how to keep the conversation going. But Mm. um, so tell me how if I have, you know, I have a 13 year old, but how Bark would work in identifying through Instagram and all that stuff. Like how exactly does that work? So Bark uses artificial intelligence. It's way more than just keywords, which is great. So it understands the difference between oh my gosh, you got to see that movie this weekend? I hate you. And an actual malicious, I hate you. What parents should know is that you can groom a child without necessarily even using sexual words and without necessarily using profanity. But Bark kind of lives quietly, right, on a child's device and is able to monitor for signs of grooming. So I like this because for my kids, you know, my two eldest have phones and it's I want them to kind of, you know, have a little autonomy and be able to have conversations. And frankly, I don't have time to read every text they send and receive. And so Bark doesn't deliver every single message or every single conversation that a child has. It will only notify in case something seems awry. So you'll get, 
a notification, perhaps if there is some grooming language. And and now, you know, Bark is able to, you know, notify if there's an issue for cyberbullying or sexual predation or acts of violence or, you know, any any concern really that a parent needs to know about. And it's an app that lives in the kid's phone. How does it like tell me specifically? It, it's, it's kind of like a monthly service, like like Netflix, right? So you sign up for it, and you can connect all of your kids' accounts. So my daughter's, you know, text messages, and if my daughter had Instagram, which she does not have, I, I've, I've not yet let her because of her age and various other reasons. But it's able to monitor, and you can work with your child. You don't even have to know your child's passwords. I'm thinking, especially if you've got like a 16 year old who doesn't want. Mm-hmm. mom logging into an Instagram account and you're trying to trust build here, they can just log in, connect their account to Bark, and then Bark will just send an alert to a parent when there's a potential concern. So uh, there's something I've been wanting to ask you, mm. and it's it kind of taking you back in the moment a bit, if you don't mind. Yeah. But so I'm... I'm I'm a I'm a terrible actor, but I like to act. I've done I've done some musicals, and I, one of the things I love about it is that I I kind of get lost in the character. I get lost in the role, and it makes me a better actor. And I I can't stop thinking about when I watch this video about you know this moment when you're you're not just on a phone, but you have to like visually and audibly like become this character and this person, and. I mean, the way that you're talking about this and the way that you explained it, like, hey, I look at the scoreboard and it's all worth it. Then I hear you talking about breathing into a paper bag afterwards. It's got to take a toll, right? Yeah, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. And um, there are times where I, I I see some really horrible stuff. You know, I'm, I'm playing the role of, of different personas and I am absorbing um if I cry, forgive me, I am absorbing abuse and trauma and death threats and extortion. And, and a lot of times you see that it's, you know, it's via text or, or photos, but especially in a grooming situation, they want video calls. So I'm depending on, 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 uh, what we're doing with law enforcement, you know, I'll, I'll get on a video call it's hard. It's, it's definitely hard. And, you know, thankfully everyone at Bark is really supportive. It's very different to read the messages and then to play the role of a victim. And I, I I don't know how to explain it well, but we'll look at evidence. And at the same time, just playing the role and frankly acquiescing, you know, like acquiescing in a way that, you know, if someone said something like this to me as, and I'm a 37 year old, I, you know, I would I would tell them where to go and exactly how fast to get there. But I am playing the role of an 11-year-old who's being manipulated. And so in some cases, I do have to acquiesce. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, of course. Some of the manipulation is, um, you know, oh, you're going to go watch a movie on Netflix with your mom. Well, halfway in, I want you to pause the movie and I want you to text me what movie you're watching and um, how you like it. And that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the cases that we see of like extreme manipulation and grooming where there's a lot of control, but yeah, it's, I mean, I, I'm a little bit joking about the paper bag. I'm only human. It takes its toll. I'm still constantly reminded of the score. Uh, when that piece came out, you know, when I wrote under the, the name Sloan Ryan received thousands, thousands of emails from survivors, parents of survivors survivors who suddenly felt validated because they've a child is never at fault you know the victim is not at fault here and they suddenly 
kind of felt released from the shame that they've been dealing with. You know, they just need se- needed someone to validate them. And emails, please keep going. This work is important. I certainly deal with the emotional fallout of this. But at the same time, I think I'm sustained by the reminder that the work needs to be done. I noticed in the videos that you seem to have very specific things that you were saying when you were uh, live in person with this individual. Do you have to do you have to be careful what you say because of things like entrapment and making sure that this is like a, a solid legal case once this person is caught? Yes, absolutely. So I work very closely with law enforcement and I abide by every parameter they set and I know what the requirements are for prosecution. I make sure to never even get close to the line of entrapment. And so entrapment is is kind of coercing someone to commit a crime that they didn't necessarily have the propensity to do prior. So I take kind of a Socratic method when talking to these people. They'll say, so uh, do you want to do X, Y, Z? And then I'll kind of respond with a question. I provide as many off ramps as possible because there is a part of me that hopes every single person I'm talking to goes, oh, hold on a second. Sanity check. I'm talking to a sixth grader and I need to get offline right now. Mm. Um, There is no shortage of actual perpetrators online. I never need to coerce someone to be. In fact, I want to give them every opportunity to jump ship every opportunity to stop and and before they can, you know, commit a crime. And that was obvious. Like I could tell that when I watched you and when I looked at the, at the dialogue, you were definitely, (laughs) you were making sure. Are you okay with that? I'm 15 years old. Do you want to go get something to eat? Like, do you want to, you were like, let's, let's, can we talk? Can we go for a walk? And he's like, let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. It's just, and oh my God. God, Lord, and the yeah, I had I had some words. Question. I had some words. That wasn't a question. That Kim's was just question me. is sigh, oh Lord God, which I think is it totally like, appropriate at this point. Well, it was like, yeah. and then you're sitting in front of this person who like would do harm to a young child, and then like, how do you keep from like ripping their like? Yeah. This is why you're a better person than I am because I would have like then <laughs> well, taken even, my foot even and in shoved communications it too, you know. And certainly, people have accused me of parents should just get make sure their kids aren't posting salacious images. They never say salacious. They always say some really misogynistic term. But every picture I'm like I'm wearing a hoodie. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm covered I'm covered from neck to knees. Or I'm it's just a photo from my chin up or it's, you know, a picture of the fuzzy slippers that my 11-year-old persona is wearing. Again, like I never want to bork a case because I accidentally participated in entrapment. So I am super careful every conversation to the point where I have to like, like, there are times where I'll pause in the middle of the conversation and call a law enforcement contact and say, Hey, really quickly, got a question for you again, because I don't, I don't, I also don't want to willingly traumatize myself and, yeah. and, and then not let anything come to fruition because I screwed something up. Yeah. And what was the decision to now use your, to stop using Sloan Ryan and start mm-hmm. using your actual name? There's a lot of legalities involved around that, certainly. And on a a personal note, you know me, so it didn't take you long to put two and two together. The internet is full of sleuths as mm-hmm. well. And so the cat kind of came out of the bag on various websites where, where people enjoy sleuthing, this sort of thing. And so emails started coming in. Someone started trying to brute force my accounts and hack into, you know, 
just various accounts that I have. And, and, and thankfully, you know, we keep up with that. And I don't think that anyone is necessarily being, I don't think, I mean, I suppose, I think people are just curious as opposed to having malicious intent. We knew it would be a matter of time before people put two and two together. And ultimately the accusations that this is some sort of stunt or we, you know, this is an actress being pixelated. My work here is uh, important to me. I've been a part of Bark. I'm a longtime employee. I've been at Bark for years before I started this project. Prior to this, you know, I've done work on human trafficking and crimes against children. And so this is certainly something that I've been passionate about for years. And I'm a real human and I <laughs> uh, really care. And anyway, there, there are a, a lot of factors, but ultimately we got the clearance too. And, and again, the internet. And the so internet, it goes. The internet, it's the, all, the good, the bad, say. the ugly. Now, as, as we're wrapping up here, so much to unpack. And as a parent, I just feel like every time I've like read the articles, you know, and I've watched the video many, many times. But what do I? What do I do? Just tell me what to do. What do I? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, I, I work for Bark, and I think Bark is great. But I think that every parent should use a monitoring service on their child's phones. I think every parent should have open conversations with their kids often. And you know, we all want to kind of insulate our kids from from what happens, but just being aware and being communicative. And, you know, there are parents that'll just pick up their kids' phones and spot check and go, yeah, this is fine. But what we found, especially at Bark, is that that is just wildly ineffective. So I think being aware, spreading that awareness, you know, being proactive with your kids, it's a brave new world. We're the first generation of parents that are dealing with kids with smartphones. When, you know, the three of us were in high school, our parents had to worry about us boozing at prom. And that was pretty much the extent of it. Yeah. Um, and now there are now there are so many issues. It's hard being a teen. It's hard being a tween. And I, I want to raise my kids with compassion. And I think your attitude with your eldest about saying, hey, you're going to screw up and we're here for you is wonderful. And I think that's what kids need to hear. Yeah, God, it, it is so it's, it is hard. And I tell that to Lola all the time. Like, listen, it is hard being 13. She just turned 13. And I remember being 13. And a lot of it sucked. So like, we're here, like, just you're safe here. If you want to scream and cry, like, there's just so many layers to it. And to add this onto it, it just seems it is just it, it, I don't know how a 13 I don't know how a 37 year old handles it and shoulders it much less a 13 year old. So I just want to say as a mom, as a parent, thank you for doing this and putting yourself out there in a really raw way that I know you've absorbed. Like I know you've absorbed this in a very personal way. So thank you for doing this and helping us spread the message about it. Thank you. And and thank you for having me. Okay. I'm just trying to, like, I'm, I'm going back and imagining, like, if Kim were asked to, to do something. Oh, my God. Something. <laughs> I would end up in a fight. <laughs> she, she wouldn't make it Well, first of all, word. I'm not like as you, young yeah. looking as Rue, and they would need such, like, like overwhelming graphic. Art. Like, it would just, I would look Stop like a cartoon no, at the would. end of it. No, um, I, I just assume that everyone I talk to has cataracts. <laughs> you are a beautiful human. Rue, thank you so much. Keep me posted with how you're doing with all this. I'm just going to send you and Penn cry face emojis like every other day. Please. And that's, that'll be my status update for you. That, that's, that's, well, thank you. Well, for, what, for whatever it's worth, and I know you're getting a lot of positive reinforcement from this, but it has, it has changed the way that we view the world. 
and I think it's a good thing. I think we need to we need this perspective, and I think everybody in the world needs this perspective. And the way that you gave us this perspective was in a way that no one has ever done it before. So you should be proud of yourself for that. And I know it's a heavy load to shoulder, but like I said, Kim is your friend for life. I don't know how that happened. Something awesome must have <laughs> happened at your first meeting. So if you ever need anything, there give her a call. Wine. There was wine. Yeah, I don't like a lot of people, and I really like you. So <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll take it. I I am I am honored. Thank you for having me. Thank you for telling the story, and thank you for being so kind in the process. I'm. You're welcome. You, you, we really you can are. cut all that. <laughs> um, thanks, girl. I'll talk to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.